Odin Smith. I'm here with Voice Waves in Long Beach, and I am joined today with my friend, if you want to introduce yourself. My name is Tati, but my artist name is Tempest, Long Beach, California. Long Beach, California. And we are both music producers. I am a DJ, and she, if you want to explain more of your artistic outlet. I am a producer. I paint. I um like to do directing, visual like visual direction, um, or creative direction for films or um short films per se. And I'm starting to get into the DJ thing. I would title myself as a producer all around. Mm-hmm. Like I just create things yeah. all day. <laughs> Tati is a Renaissance woman. <laughs> For sure. She does it all. So uh, for this podcast, we are starting off this series um, talking mainly about mental health for artists, for young artists, sharing some personal experiences, some goals, some advice that we would like to offer youth in the community to help discover, you know, themselves because it is a long process. It's an ongoing Mm -hmm. process, something that's never finished you know you're always discovering yourself ever yeah so everything that we're talking about is stuff that we're also still practicing ourselves nothing is set in stone so just to start out um my name is odin like i said i'm 19 i began djing when i was 13 and producing when i was 16 i use ableton for producing um i've dabbled in logic pro and a little bit in Pro Tools for vocals. Um, But I did hone my skills in Ableton. It's my go-to. I love Ableton very dearly. (laughs) Um, I am the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, Tati is not... I hate Ableton. Ableton. I hate Ableton. (laughs) We all, you know, and that's the thing, though, that's really cool is having friends that use different mediums and different outlets because you get to learn more, which puts more you know, under your belt. Exactly. Just another thing you can add to your resume of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just, just as so you guys get an idea of who we are, where we're coming from. My interests in music are really electronic based. I got deeply into electronic music when I was in middle school. So about 12 years old, 11, 12. And that curiosity just sparked so many questions for me. Um, And music is also something that kind of came full circle. It Mm. was nothing that was forced on me. If I was interested in something, I would dabble in it. And if it lost my interest, then I would move on. But music has stayed in my life for a very long time. So that's something I know is meant for me. And I think as a young artist, it is really important to kind of find your truth and do what comes naturally to you. Yes. And that's in life in general. With life in general, if you're an artist or not. Just a question I have for you. When did you realize that you wanted to be identified as an artist, as um, a producer, as these titles that we give ourselves? When did you say, okay, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I want to be doing for the majority of my life. When at what point did you realize that? Um, Honestly, well, I mean, I realized that I wanted to do it in or become a producer in high school I think I was in my junior year of high school and that's when I decided that's when I decided like I want to do music I want to be producer but it wasn't until this year that I felt comfortable 
calling myself a producer or a writer or anything. And I've been doing music for four years. So it took four years to say, oh, I'm a producer, but I knew I wanted to do it in my junior year in high school. So it definitely um, it came to me from my God-given talent was track. So everyone in my family was like, you're going to be a track star. You're going to go um, get a scholarship and go to whatever school you want to. And I knew I could have, but I was running track in high school and I fell out of love with it. It was no longer fun. It was no longer like, I didn't get no drive from it. So I had realized, oh, you know what? What is something? I low-key went into depression because I... I knew I didn't want to do, I knew that I didn't want to run track anymore, but I didn't know where I wanted to go from after that. So I low-key went depression, but I didn't know it was depression. But looking back on it now, I know that, that I was depressed because um, I didn't know what was next for me. And so I had sat down and thought, like, what's the one thing that makes me happy? What's the one thing that, like, is there no matter what? And music was. In high school, I was the person to go to for music. Like, I stayed on digital drip, hot new hip-hop. <laughs> like, I knew that that's when I kind of realized, like, oh, like, okay, I really like music. Definitely, like, junior year of high school is when I figured out that's when I wanted to be. And from there, it turned out to me doing more than just music because not only do I like the music, I like the whole experience, the whole the whole package. So it wasn't until now where I felt comfortable saying I'm a producer. And that's something really important as a young artist, too. You're going to hit a lot of points where you question yourself, question what you're doing, question if you should be doing one thing versus another. Mm. If question, and I'm still dealing with this. Right. So as a DJ, I've, I've started DJing when I was 13, taught myself taught myself producing and everything but I still am fighting like calling myself a DJ why because everybody has their opinions on what a DJ should and shouldn't do mm -hmm. and personally I felt like because of all of the arguments that you hear oh a DJ should be this a DJ should be that oh you're not a real DJ if you don't do this blah 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 I felt like okay I'm not a real DJ because I don't scratch I'm not a real DJ because of xyz and that's how I feel with producing, too. Like, I didn't feel comfortable saying I was a producer if, one, I couldn't play the piano. Right. <laughs> like, or, oh, like, like I you, can't, you can't read music. Read music, play instruments and everything. And, yeah. and another thing, like, that I want to point out, that can really hurt you as an artist. Yeah. And it turns yourself against yourself. And you yeah. It makes almost, you scared to want to try things, yeah, too. All, you, all you're focused on is, oh, I can't do this. This mm -hmm. is, oh, I'm not this because I can't do this. Instead of, oh, what? Do you want to learn this? Okay, exactly. you know what? I'm going to go out of my way and learn this. Exactly. I know it's going to take time, but you know what? It's, it's going to pay off. And so, personally, um, as a DJ, all throughout high school... I didn't identify myself as a DJ. I always got made fun of for listening to electronic music. People were like, oh, what? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like oh, that's lame. Like, like, mm -hmm. like you know? <laughs> and I'm like, no, honey, like, <laughs> you don't understand. Honestly, <laughs> there's so many sub genres in electronic music and everything. And I just got so into it because, like you said, the beat is what attracted me before lyrics and it still to this day does. I got so accustomed and groomed to listening to instrumentals mm -hmm. and just music with no lyrics. 
and honestly it's such a vibe it's such a vibe <laughs> and it, it triggers your imagination it triggers honestly. your visual imagination and it just ma- it just feels good you know and not, not that there's anything wrong with you know being in touch with vocals I actually really admire when people can like pick up on vocals so right. quickly and what right. rappers or singers are saying in their music so quickly because I'm like it'll take me like years <laughs> to like realize like <laughs> oh like you said like oh wow he's right. really saying something right. or she's really saying something so that's something that's really important to recognize as a young artist that it does take time to find comfort in what you're doing but the most important thing you have to remember is to stay in touch with your intentions why are you doing what you're doing mm-hmm. are you doing this for you or are you doing this for someone else are you doing this because you you know you feel like this is something you can do or you want to impress someone you know just staying in touch with those intentions and really helps in the long run with your confidence just things that you know I wanted to touch on moving forward social media (laughs) we all yeah (laughs) (laughs) I have had a recent battle with social media and we're all growing up in Mm. a very technology driven age it's becoming a lifestyle Instagram is a lifestyle you know and I'm not totally dissing social media because without social media I wouldn't know a lot of the people I wouldn't be sitting here with you honestly (laughs) because I knew someone who knew her and like you know like that connection we wouldn't be sitting here and I'm so grateful for the people that I've met for the people that have taken time out of their day to listen to my music on social media platforms Mm -hmm. I'm you know I'm thankful for all of that it's quick right and that's good and bad social media is quick Mm -hmm. it's you know, it's it's just it's it's wild. <laughs> it is it's wild. wild. I recently, I had to delete Twitter and Snapchat because it's just too much negativity and taking up my headspace, mm-hmm. and the energy I was placing in social media was not productive. Literally, and it was making me look down on myself. It was making me compare myself to others, other artists that I look up to. Why am mm-hmm. I not here? Why can't I do this? Why am I not doing this? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, So I know that's something that is really important as a young artist, as a young person. Right. 
to be aware and very mindful of social media usage and using it productively mm -hmm. because it can be very destructive. Absolutely. This year was like the year that I decided like if I'm not posting content, I don't want I don't really want to be on social media. Like literally anyone that knows me knows if I'm on social media, I'm literally on the shade room and I get off. She <laughs> she she purposefully does not follow I the do shade. I not follow room, them, but she does she, I like, check daily it every day. I like to stay alert on what's going on in the world, but like I don't um, she I, needs her daily dose of I tea. I do. I need my daily dose of chamomile tea. <laughs> if it's really hot, it's hibiscus. shade room tea. <laughs> but I I purposely when was it? It was all of last year that I was kind of like, okay, I need to be posting this. I need this. I need to go do photo shoots. I need to do this. Blah blah blah. And like then came this year. I was just like, man. I don't want to post nothing if it ain't, like, quality. I don't want to um, be on social media if it's not about something that I'm doing. I want to be looked at as, you know, an artist. And I will carry myself that way, and I will also surround myself that way. So sometimes I'll even cleanse my Instagram with the people that I follow or whatnot because it's like, if you want some other stuff and the energy ain't right, I got to, you know... Keep it moving. I got to keep you moving because... It mess. It can mess with your creative um, activity. What, and like I mentioned earlier, your intentions. If your intentions, if you're making a beat and your first thought is, oh, so-and-so is going to think it should sound like this or Literally. I want to sound like so-and-so, then, you you know, it can it can mess you up. So I think, And you're not going to know what your sound is. Right. And that's really important. Knowing your sound, knowing your style, it's all really important. Mm -hmm. And the, personally, the best way I've been able to get in the habit because I'm still finding my sound and I'm and I know producers that are in their mid-20s and they're like I've been doing this for six years and I'm still finding my sound Literally. so it's like just really put into perspective like there is no rush but also take advantage of your youth yes consistency practicing every day whether it's for 10 minutes or an hour or five hours going out to and, meet people yeah. is huge. It does so much for the creative Living, living in the moment is really important because that's honestly when the most gets done. Literally. I started to make the best things when I started to say, you know what, who cares about these people? They... They, they don't like don't, it or they're not. Yeah, and they're not thinking about me right now. So. Exactly. So, like, if you <laughs> so don't So I need post, to use my you. time productively. Right. Right. So that's social media. Honestly, I love you, social media, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes yeah. you really don't, need a break. And don't be scared to take a break. Don't think you're going to miss out on anything. You will not. You will not. You really will not miss out on anything. The internet is a crazy thing. You won't miss out on anything. You hear that, Tati? Take a break from the shade room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I did. I remember I, I deleted, I had deleted Instagram for one week. Because I was it, like. It, it could, you could delete it for a day, honestly, a week, and you'll. I deleted it for one week. And like the, the I like was, I deleted every social media platform off my phone for a week. And literally the amount of like creative activity that I got from that. And even when I decided to download it all again and go back, and I definitely catched up on one week's worth of Shade Room, <laughs> I, I got so much, like, um, inspiration from that. Because I was just like, dang, so much happened in a week? Like, whoa, I want to go make something. Like, mm -hmm. so it, it can be good because you, you need space. You, you take everything in. You need to also take time to breathe and let out yeah. and then take it again. <laughs> right.
you would like to give to any young artists out there artist artist um to help keep them sane because we can go pretty you know insane. what the best advice that i can give anyone is to master positivity literally <laughs> master positivity um because it'll help you so much in the long run um there's so many uh things that i went through that I should have been pissed at. Like, I should have been so mad. But because I looked at it in a different light, I can use that as constructive uh, criticism and take it with me. Um, so master positivity if you can. Um, be prepared for no's. Be super prepared for no's and don't take that as a bad thing. Because maybe you got to look at it as... Maybe that no was good because something better is coming. Um, and I had a really good advice. It was really good. And I just think about it. You think about it. You um, <laughs> if I could give anybody advice. Surround yourself with other creatives. I didn't know that I had this much potential and this much power until I became friends with literally all creative people literally. don't be afraid to start your own collective or yeah. your own group yeah because it feels good to start your own and yes. then become friends with people and other collectives to learn from each other and all of mm -hmm. that and that's still going with any type of art you do exactly so. i remembered my key advice that has helped me through all these years set unrealistic goals Literally. And I know that sounds crazy, but think of it this way. If you set unrealistic goals, you'll do much better than you thought you would if you set a mediocre goal. You'll sur you will surpass it and you'll do better than you thought you would. And that's coming from Diddy. So <laughs> I can't with you. literally <laughs> set unrealistic goals and like you will skyrocket. Word. Um, well, yeah, that was the first podcast, first of many. Uh, real quick, debut. just to add on to the end for anyone who's struggling, anyone who doesn't feel good, anybody who's lacking confidence or self-love. There's a book on mindfulness called Mindfulness for Beginners by John Kabat-Zinn, and it's a really good book. You know, it teaches you about awareness and, you know, being in tune with yourself and knowing that 
all we have is now. Mm-hmm. All we ever have and ever will have is right now, is the breath that you take right now. Literally. So always hold on to that. So that's something if you're interested in learning more about, definitely check that out. There's also self-guided meditation tapes for, um, not self-guided meditation, self-love and compassion guided <laughs> meditation tapes by Kristen Neff. Okay. Um She's. I like her because I like her voice. It's very soothing. I fall asleep to them sometimes, and it feels good. <laughs> um, but there's a ton of different doctors out there that like do the same type of thing. You know, you just gotta find who sounds most soothing to you. But yeah, those are definitely some things to look into if you're lacking that that push, that you know, self love, and if you're very critical on and very hard on yourself. Yeah. Because I definitely beat myself up a lot. <laughs> and you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And it's funny because we always have conversations like this anyways. This so just, we're just doing it on... This is just live. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you Voice Waves and Long Beach for giving us this platform to discuss such important Very issues important. and topics. I'm very grateful for you guys here. And that's it. Yeah.